Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What's up out there, podcast land? Bada bing, bada boom. Good? And we're out. <laughs> Quickest show yet. Yeah, there you go. We're efficient. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church, and I'm so glad you guys are here with us. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my main man over there on the, what is that thing? Board? Board. Let's go with the board. The board, the board. or bean? <laughs> the bean board. Bean board, oh, there you baby. Go, there you yes. Go. <laughs> All right. Howdy, howdy. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So hey, y'all good? Good. good. So far? Yeah, yeah. You sort of got the creepy crud, so I don't. Have yeah, to I got a little. I'm a little. I'm a little yeah, not exactly the smooth jazz voice I usually have, but we'll, we'll get through it. You know. <laughs> I've never been accused of that. Let me tell you. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to just jump right in. All right, let's do it. Hang in here today. Silly gilly gooly. No, gooly. never here. No. <laughs> you think we all the goose of grace? I never. Oh, love you, Drew. All right, we're in Matthew chapter 7. We're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about it because just a few weeks ago, um, Dan and I, unbeknownst to Dan and I, yeah. preached with the same central message. Yep. Jesus Christ being our anchor. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was the overriding thing. Yep. Now, we, now, we both spoke it and said it, but it really was in passing. But as you look at it in toto, it was the overriding theme of... What we preached on, right. I preached out of Hebrews two, Dan out of Galatians two. Yeah, and they both were really good. And I mean, I don't know when the last time I heard you preach, Dan. So it was really—it's been a while. Yeah, no. I, I shot across the bow. I'll no, tell you. I, I'm just I'm saying. I don't know. Let me tell you, though. I'm pretty. Ain't, we, we go, I'm. I'm I don't go. know when the last let's time go. I heard him <laughs> preach was, and it was very good. I really enjoyed it. I don't know why I have to twist my words. Make me seem like I'm being mean. I, I didn't twist your words. You said, I don't know when the last time I heard Well, I was just saying, I don't know. <laughs> so, moving on. Last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. So, what do you want me to read? <laughs> now he's totally lost it. We're not going to get him back. We I might have. <laughs> Recuperate from the amount of sass that just came out of that one sound. Uh, wow. I uh, mean, come on. <laughs> He's, oh, dying. It, He's red in it. face. He's, we're not going to be able to uh, finish. All right. That will go down in the history <laughs> of the Mosaic of Mary. That was beautiful. <laughs> if you would have seen her face as she went, oh, look. <laughs> That's the only, it's been a the only long time, time. since I was on that. Other than goofy, I've heard an actual yuck. <laughs> that is that is yeah. it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So no silliness here. We're gonna get straight to it. Right. All right. I tried. Matthew seven twenty four to yeah, twenty seven. Yeah. Through all the way to the end. Well, no, to the end of that thought. Okay. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his his house on the rock. 
And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for those words that you are the rock. We thank you that we can depend on you, that you never change, your word never changes, um, regardless of the world and its insecurities and insurity. Um, Heavenly Father, we just pray that that message would ring true today as we share it, and uh, we just thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. amen. Wow. Um, I just... This I have preached this actually at um, I preached this at um, a couple of times at church, various places, and I have also preached it um, for Baccalord. I was trying to think of the word, mm. but because this just in and to me, it puts it in um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it puts it in straight truth of what's going to happen in your life, mm-hmm. right? And here, here's what I mean: storms are going to come. Right. Oh yeah. And, and that's what this really based on. Uh, you know, everyone who hears his words of mine and does them is like a wise man who builds a house on rock. The rain fell. It doesn't say if the rain fell, right. if the rain falls, right. if the floods come, if the winds blow. It says when. Mm-hmm. 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 You guys have heard me say it before. Our whole life is either you're going into a valley or you could say a storm. Mm-hmm. You're in the midst of said storm or valley or you're just coming out of it. Right. Right. Now, those are the times... You are happy because we're just coming out of it. So right here, and the question is, when they come, how are you going to react? Right. And there's really only two ways you can react. You can be swept away by the storm. Right. Or you can stand Mm -hmm. firm. Yep. And the decisions that you make in your life about Jesus will determine what happens. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at today. And I wanted to use that sort of as a jumping off Mm -hmm. point. Yeah. Of which, and we can sort of, you know, go with what we preached on the other day. But some of those thoughts about this anchor that Jesus Christ is, Jesus doesn't want us to be swept. James says, you know, don't be wishy washy in your right. face. Right. Be solid. Yep. So let's jump in. Let's go. Well, it really comes down to um, we have a choice on how we respond. Okay. To what Jesus says, and so, um, so because it says that um, either you do what He says or you don't do, and yeah. if if you do what He says, then you are like the wise man that built his house on the on the rock, or if you don't do them, then you're like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. And so this the the whole pa- section, this whole paragraph is a contrast between what happens if you. Do what Jesus, you hear Jesus' words and you do them, or you hear Jesus' words and you don't do them. So it really comes down to our response to what Jesus says. And that's something today we don't want to do is take responsibility. Right, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Well, even, I mean, it comes back from from Adam, you know, the woman that you gave him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, whatever. So it goes back to the very beginning of time. So, yeah, it does come down to personal responsibility. Dan, you got any opening Well, I was just it? thinking about the, um, you know, we were talking about the rains, uh, you know the fact that they fall on on both of the, these individuals. You know, 
it, it, I love the word it uses here. The winds blew and beat on the house. Mm. Look, it doesn't mean life's not going to scar you up or beat you up. Oh, yeah. What it is is that core, that safety stays the same because it's anchored to something that's everlasting. It's anchored to God. Um, and and that, we just get so – I'm going I'm to try not to go off too far, but we, we just get so outdone and say, well, it's not fair. I, you know, I thought God would, looked after his. and the, But here's the thing. What you're forgetting – is that everything on this earth, both the good and the bad, is temporary if it's outside of God. So yeah. you're getting hit with these things. These storms are still temporary. Yeah. It may not seem like it, but they're temporary. But we say, well, well, I, it's not fair to me. Look, fair isn't an option for you anymore. You're not yours. God paid. Jesus paid for you through through his blood. You lost the right to complain about that. Yeah. You say, well, and I'll go back to the illustration I used. You sell somebody a car, and then you say, but I'm going to come over and drive it whenever I want and go where I want to with it. No, they're going to think you're crazy. But yeah. but Jesus paid with his blood, and we say, well, that's fine, but these parts of me I want to keep. I'm going to do what I want to do with them. No. So whatever he chooses to to use you for, whatever happens to you, just be grateful you have that rock. Well, two things that you said there. Number one. He, life isn't fair. Right. right. Matter of fact, life at times stinks. Right. But, but, mm -hmm. for the person who says that, doesn't understand what God is doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my about six statements that I have that I think I actually came up with mm -hmm. God never lets a good storm, a good valley go to waste. Absolutely. Right. Right. He's doing something in the midst of it. There, there are parts. I mean, I'm finishing up this book on brokenness by Charles Stanley, which is very good. He's always doing something in those storms, mm -hmm. Romans 8, 28, but really go to 29. Right. We don't know 29 right. and 30. Right. You know, we know 28, and then we want to skip down to mm -hmm. what can separate me from the mm -hmm. love of God. Right. We want to skip those. Right. But in between there, he says, you know, Paul writing basically says, but they're all to conform you to his image. Mm -hmm. Yes. And so that's what storms do. Yeah. We don't get the conformity to Jesus or the um, desire to want to change mm -hmm. when we're on a beach mm -hmm. with our oh, yeah. feet up or in the sand with a cold Pepsi Cola in our hands. Or Coke. Just saying. This is my pocket. <laughs> yeah, you're outvoted on this one. I hate to tell you. Oh. Me or her? Her. Oh, yeah. Oh. I knew I liked yeah. you. <laughs> I one yet. Oh. The second one that I cannot for the love of me remember. Oh, you said... Um, God's not looking out for me. Yes, he Absolutely. is. Right. He is always. I, I go back to what Bruce said that Wednesday night talking about Job. Mm -hmm. If there was somebody that had a reason to complain in all of history of civilization, it was Job. Right. The dude didn't do anything wrong. Right. And God kept bringing his name up to Satan <laughs> right. and going, you checked out my boy Job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at first Satan says, well, he only is that way because you bless him. Right. You take mm -hmm. all them blessings away, mm -hmm. he'll curse you to your right. face. Second time, when that didn't happen, second time, God once again goes, talk about my man Job right <laughs> Saying like, well, that's because you touched there. You know, that's what Satan does. He's right. always changing the yep. goalpost. Yep, yep. Well, you let me touch everybody else. You touch him. Well, the Bible says he kept his integrity. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. But in that first, when Job said, the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mm -hmm. This is, make sure I say this right, what Bruce said. Job had given God the prerogative and the ability to be God of his life. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
which means God could do whatever Absolutely. he wanted to. Yep. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the storm is not permanent. It is temporary. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, you'll come out. Right. Some of that depends on your own hard-headedness. Oh, absolutely. Right. You're not coming out till you learn what God wants you to learn. Yeah. And then ultimately, one day, you'll get to go to heaven. Yeah. Right. But we're so, and what I was thinking of when you were saying that, Dan, Dan, and I know that I say this a lot, but it's, we just, we just have to grab hold of that was we are so concerned with having good circumstances Mm -hmm. in our life. And we think if we don't have good circumstances then there's something wrong and that with how God is treating us, Mm -hmm. that he must not love me. He must not care. And, but rather our, our perspective needs to be that what God is concerned about is not our circumstances, but our holiness. Yeah. And that's what Romans 8, 28 and 29 says. And and so we are so caught up in the, even when things are bad, we cling to, and you know this is my thing, we cling to Romans 28, 28, thinking that eventually it's going to get good. It might never get good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you might not be healed of the disease until you reach heaven. You might not be relieved of the pressure of not being able to support your family for a very long time. Um, it might not become good. Right. But what might become is you becoming more Christ-like. Mm-hmm. What might become is you becoming more holy because of what you are enduring, because of what you are going through. And so... When we think about um, what it means to truly be have our house built on the rock, what it truly means is that we can say, come what may, mm. blessed be the name of the Lord. That's what I was going to say. Because, tell, all right, here you go. You guys know I always have a right. question for you. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Tell me what you see as God's ultimate promise to us. Wow, that that requires a lot of thought. It, it, it Especially does, since I sense. know that you have an answer in your yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I know, That's I the hard part, right but there. But at the same time, just think about it. It's pretty simple. Okay. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm going. To, this may be the first time I'm going first it. at one of these. If you're wrong, no. I'm going to tell you. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. So take it away, Mona. No, um, no. For as I understand it, what. Hold on. Say the question one more time. I, I want to make sure I frame it the way you... What was God's ultimate promise? It's really easy. To bring us into heaven, to bring us into eternal life to be okay, with that, him. Yeah. How? Through the blood of Jesus. I'm not answering what you want. He's looking at me like... I don't know, but I mean, almost word for word. That's, I was right there. Yeah. Here was his ultimate promise, wasn't it? Jesus. Yeah. Well, yeah, I said that just in. You know, it. we always say Jesus is the answer, but you never expect it. You know, <laughs> and that's what he's talking about. And this is where I'm going. And I, I, I mean, I know you. I mean, you. Everything you said was right. That, mm-hmm. All these promises. But ultimately, when you when you bare bone it all, mm-hmm. his ultimate ultimate promise from Genesis three fifteen, well, right. yeah, was right. Jesus. Just, right. Yep. And why? Here's why. In Hebrews chapter six. And I did talk about this in my sermon mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. In verse 19, he, he's talking about, you know, when he made a promise to Abraham that he's going to multiply him, he's going to wait for the promise of that. He always has these promises. God desired to show him the heirs of the promise. And he goes on to uh, da, 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 da. He says this. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. Mm-hmm. 
a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain where Jesus has gone. And to me, that's the ultimate Mm -hmm. promise. As a forerunner on our behalf, having become a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Here's what I see the ultimate promise. Now, he made a prom- He had promises to the Jews. He's promised right, that right. never leave. But his ultimate promise is Jesus. And I believe that's what verse 19 points to. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. Mm-hmm. When you need to lock down your soul, and you do, yeah, because the storms will come, mm-hmm. and the storms will beat, and you will have scars. Right. You will get drug away, which I preached out of Hebrews 2. Mm-hmm. You will drift away if you don't have a sure and steadfast, steadfast anchor. Right, right. Yeah. Right, because think of those words, sure and steadfast. Yeah. You know, if if we have our anchor as that hope, um, then that anchor is going to be steadfast, never moving, mm-hmm. and sure, never moving. And so, um, yeah, that's a great thing for us to cling to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing else to cling to. I mean, you, you think of it, the message of, of God's word has never changed. But I mean, just, uh, and again, I'm go- I'll use my age as an example since I'm the youngest person in the room. It's okay. Um, <laughs> the 40 years I've been alive, you think of how much public opinion has changed on, on every oh, topic under the sun. Stop grabbing hold of all that. Yeah. Again, it's that picture of grabbing sand. You're never going to get a good hold. But God's word's never changed. Never. It's and a, it's never been Bible proven 2. wrong. Oh, yeah. And it will not. Let me let me go ahead and spoil that for yeah. you. Um so hold on to it. And in order to hold on to it, and, and both of you guys are, are such great examples of this, and I'm so thankful to have it. You can't grab a hold of what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the reason that I've seen both of you hold on to God's promises is because you know them. You rest on them because you're familiar with them. We're, so many of us are trying to fake it till we make it, and you can't. No, ultimately, you, you run out of it. it. It's that idea of I'm trying to do these actions in hopes to uh, be justified or in hopes that, you know, I'll have that feeling. No, it's who you are that's got to change your mm-hmm. core. And once you're you're given over to him, then his desires are going to be more important than your desires. That's why you can give, give up those temporary beaches mm-hmm. for that eternity, that temporary happiness for that eternal holiness is because you understand you've made God the God of your life, so what he wants is what you want now. And so we we give up so much for what's right in front of us that that isn't even meant for us. And he goes, it's a hope that enters into the inner place behind the curtain. Well, what was behind the curtain? Mm. The mercy seat. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. That the high priest would go in one day a year, the Day of Atonement, and would throw the blood of some innocent animal Mm -hmm. on it to just sort of appease it for a while. Right. Well, when Jesus shed his blood, he didn't do it to just appease for a while. He did it to appease forever. Yes, right. Right. He paid the penalty, the wrath of God. Then think about it. When I was preaching this that other Sunday, I mean, in the midst of it, my mind is going, how great must that wrath have been? Mm. When all the sin of all time was laid upon him. You talking about a cup of wrath yeah. that was full to overflowing? Yep. yep. But we have this hope. Mm-hmm. And a sure anchor because it can go behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And it wasn't some animal's blood. That's right. It was the precious blood of Jesus. Right. And because of that, we have this promise also that says, if you come my way, Mm -hmm. you can enter heaven. Right. Because, right. Because we then, because of that, because of what Jesus did, because he entered into that holy place, then we are able to enter into that holy place. Mm -hmm. And we are able to go before the throne and and approach God, whereas God before could not be approached. God, you can, there's. Israelites couldn't even approach the mountain that God was meeting Moses up on. They and but we are able to approach, we are able to come to the throne of grace and receive mercy and grace for our souls. And and so that way has been opened up for us. And so no matter what the storms are, no matter what, um, we have that anchor because we have that hope, because we have that accessibility, because we can have that relationship. We no longer have to just know God through somebody else. We can know God for ourselves mm-hmm. because we have the Holy Spirit living within us. We have that forgiveness of sins that they never experienced, the full forgiveness. They never had that because it wasn't by the blood of bulls and goats. And so we just, but we have all of that now. And so we can rest in that and live in that and put our anchor in that. And and there is a process. You're right. On that mountain, God said, if anybody other than you set foot on any part of this mountain, they're going to die. If any animal of yours Mm -hmm. sets its hoof on this mountain, Mm -hmm. you're going to die. They're going to die. Transform that into now they get into and that God has them build a tabernacle and there was this the holy of holies that was there and, right. and they said so then they built a temple and well okay so now you can go this far women could go that far men could go that far priests could go that far but only the high priest right. could go that far right. our bible says mm-hmm. let us yes boldly yes and that doesn't mean you pimp walk in there right right <laughs> right but when i'm walking in I don't have to have my eyes bowed. I don't have to just be come ashamed. in as if I'm right. going to be zapped mm-hmm. like a mosquito mm-hmm. in a bug zapper. Yeah. If I'm covered by the blood of the lamb, I can come to my heavenly father and say, here's what I'm going through. Yep. Or what I believe he even loves most. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Yep. Name one of us who does not love to hear their child say, oh, I love you, absolutely. mommy, daddy. Right. You don't think God doesn't love to Mm -hmm. hear us say, Mm -hmm. I love you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I love you, God. Uh We can boldly come in there. Why? Because we have a hope that goes behind Mm -hmm. the curtain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we can anchor down so that when the wind blows. And when this, and matter of fact, I would say this, when they, it's, let me say this like Paul. End of Galatians, Paul, right at the very end writing, he says, look at my back. I bear in my body the marks marks. of Jesus. And to me, there's something beautiful about that, Mm -hmm. that we can wear those storms and wear those um, scars and say, but God saw me through through it. Through it all, right? Right. And and actually, I was thinking... um, this is going backwards a little bit, but when we go back to the Matthew passage and we look at the um, the rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and we think about, 
what Dan was saying about trying to be the, our own anchor and trying to take care of our own self. And so you can, you can put up with a little bit of rain, you know, you can handle that. You can, you can be anchored a little bit with a little bit of rain, but if you think about how the storms increase and then the floods start to rise and then the winds start to blow and eventually, as Dan was saying, you're not going to be able to hold on anymore because you, you don't have the strength to do it. You don't have what you need to do it. But if your anchor is that hope in that on that rock, mm-hmm. which is Jesus, then you will be able to stand that all of the, no matter from the tiniest rain to the worst winds that you can imagine, you'll be yeah, able to stand it. stand much more than what right, you think. Right. How much time we got? Uh, we, we got, oh, wow, we got five and a half minutes. <laughs> want to sing well, a the few, first time in the history hymns? of the Mosaic <laughs> I tell you. You didn't lie. What? <laughs> well, I was just going right along with you there for uh, a minute. Yeah, I got to yeah, put the yeah, brakes yeah, on here. It even better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, okay, so let's just do big thoughts. We've sort of hit this pretty hard. What are your big thoughts about this passage and the fact of Jesus is the only anchor for our soul? Okay, well, since Mona's looking at me like that. Well, you looked like uh, you, you sounded like you were ready to say something. He was ready to pounce, wasn't he? <laughs> so. um, no, you know, when you're, you're talking about um, the fact that we can, can go boldly um, – you know, I think so often we we forget that that was not always the case. We forget, right. um, and so we we take it for granted. We, I mean, how 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 many of us can really say that we come to boldly worship when we come into God's house? You know, we we come here and we say, "Oh well, we're look at me. I'm doing the, this thing. Aren't I great? I, I came to sit here." You know, and that that connects back to the picture of that anchor. How how blessed are we and how privileged are we that he wants that close connection to us? The picture of an anchor is that you're you're tied to you can't you can't be a distant anchor. Right. You know. There has to be that direct connection. And and how often do we just shove it off and say, Well that gosh, I, I gotta go worship again. I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Oh you know, I hadn't read my Bible, I really should do it. And that's that picture of you know, you when you're you're preaching, you were preaching about, you know, the, these things that the, that you can do to make sure that you are open to God's word and that you're actively engaged, but you can't do them unless your heart is already attached there. And and, and so often we want to go back to that. Well, I'm going to try to do these things, and and there's books out there, seven million ways to do this, that, and yeah. the other thing to to be better. You you don't need to be you. You need to be an heir of God with Christ. Mm-hmm. And so just. If if you haven't done that step, then the others aren't going to work. Right. You know, you don't have that connection. You don't have that anchor. You're not going to feel that peace. You're not going to 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 get the message that God has for you in His Word unless you're connected to Him. And so, I would just say, take a moment, reflect, and and think about not just who you are, but who's you are. And, and it goes back to do you. What's more important to you, your temporary desires or his eternal ones, mm-hmm. for you to spend eternity with him, glorifying him, worshiping him in heaven? And I mean, so that's one thing I think is big, big adjustment for the believer. We have to stop thinking on the immediacy of things yes. and start yes. thinking eternally yep. about yep. things. So, yep. Well, I just keep thinking, um, building 
the foolish man built his house on the sand. And we, I mean, how many times have we seen people who are caught in the hurricanes with their houses on the beach and you think, you know, why do you build a house on the beach? Well, why do you build a house on the beach? Because it's beautiful, because it's desirable. Mm -hmm. Um, And so everything about that until the hurricane comes is something that you want. It's great until it's not. Right. I never thought of that. But yeah, you're right. I mean, everybody wants that beachfront property. And then so much so that they'll even rebuild. Yeah, yeah. So, but what I would, but... And this might be going off track a little bit, but I kept thinking about what is that sand um, that we might try and build our life on? You know, what are the things that we cling to that are just really going to slip through our fingers that as soon as any, you know, if you have ever built any sandcastle, and this is in my book, but if you've built anything on the sand, you know how quickly that water erodes it away and and washes it completely gone. Um, If you've tried to hold sand in your hand, you know how quickly it just goes through your fingers. And so what are the things that we are trying to build our life on, which is really just sand? What are the things that we are clinging to because we want them, because they're desirable in this world, but really all it is is foolishness and something that will be washed away so quickly. And so we need to, we really need to examine ourselves and make sure that not only are we doing what Jesus asked us to do, but that we are not um, allowing any, any form of sand to be a part of what we're building on. I don't know exactly what I was going to say, but it wouldn't have been that good. (laughs) (laughs) That's why if I can, I try to jump in front of her because I don't want to follow her. I'll tell you that. my, and my one thought is this. <clears throat> Jesus told us, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Yes. There's the anchor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It, and by the way, it's not based upon us. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Right. He's that rock. Thank God. He's the rock. He's the rock. If we could, yeah, we'd take ourselves out of his hand at times. Oh, yeah. We'd right. take yeah. ourselves. Right. We'd untie the anchor. Mm-hmm. But he's like, eh, it don't work that way. When you're mm-hmm. in covenant with me, the covenant was written by me, not you. Right. The yeah. covenant is all about me, what I did, the finished work of Jesus. That's why I went and sat down yes. in heaven. It's all about me. It's not about you. Right. Only part you had was to be the sinner mm-hmm. that said yes. Mm-hmm. You. That's why, and I said this. The other week when I preach, I don't go with the whole once saved, always saved. I go by once truly saved. Yes. Yes. Yep. And you only tell that, and I honestly believe this, at your last breath. Right. Mm-hmm. right. You, because anybody can falter. Mm-hmm. It's easy to fit. I've told you, I can start well in a race. <laughs> I've got three good, really good steps, man. And then I'll pull both hamstrings, both calf muscles, and probably tear at least one Achilles. <laughs> Yeah. But within the first three steps, I'm with you. <laughs> yep. You have about two steps on me. I, I'll give you that. <laughs> it's all about how you finish. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus says, if I'm your anchor, you can say with Paul, mm-hmm. finish mm-hmm. my race. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've kept the faith. Mm-hmm. I love those two. Yeah. 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 Isn't it amazing? Yeah. I want to I be able to look at Jesus when I die and just say, I kept the faith. Mm-hmm. And I hope I ran well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know I stumbled and broke a couple ankles along the way. <laughs> right. But I ran the race. Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't watch. I, um, oh, goodness. I've just led myself. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are too many watchers of the race. Yeah. Yep. We got spectators. Yeah. Uh, we got a whole lot of spectators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you're like, get in the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Jeez, man. I hate it to be when I... 
if I wasn't in the starting lineup for anything, man, I hated it. Oh, that's why I can't watch baseball. Yeah. You know. No. Jeez, no, yeah. I want to play, man. I don't want to be yeah. sitting on a stupid bench. Hmm. Left end tackle, man. Instead of left end of the bench and tackle, anybody <laughs> comes in a water bucket. Anyway, hey, thank you guys. Make Jesus your anchor. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I promise you'll never, ever face a storm, even when you don't think you can face it. Mm-hmm. There's not one out there that you can't face without right. Jesus. Yeah. With right. Jesus, excuse me, with Jesus. Yeah. So, anchor yourself down. Let's pray. Father, you're so good to us. Mm-hmm. That even when we're faithless, you are faithful. And that is why you're the anchor. Mm -hmm. You've been behind the curtain. You shed your blood on that mercy seat. And it was acceptable to God the Father. Once and for all. Thank you. Be the anchor of our soul. We love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. So thankful you guys tuned in. I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. Got my main man, Bean. Yep, yep. Thanks, guys. Bye, y'all.